0: hey what's going on y'all it's your host Tavares and Safa you so delayed (laughs) welcome back to the Golly dating 101 podcast we're so hyped to be here with you all
1: another
0: Thursday another podcast so we finally got the lovely lady back
1: Yes, it's been a while, a long hiatus, but I am back. I'm glad to be back. Thank you guys for all your support, for listening to all the podcasts so far. Um, and don't forget to um, send suggestions. Uh, we love getting feedback and getting suggestions as far as what podcasts you would, guys would like to hear, what topics you'd like us to discuss. Um,
0: but so, yeah. bear in mind that if you are sending suggestions, that they're, that you are not the only person right, sending suggestions. So please don't think you're being ignored. There are one too many emails and DMs to respond to everyone. We try to
1: get to them all.
0: They're being written down. We're taking notes, trying to figure out the right time, right people to come on these topics. Because we still plan on having guests and all that. It won't just be me. It won't just be us. But we have to get the right timing. And we don't want to just bring someone on, bring someone on because they're quote unquote. Influential. Mm-hmm. Want to be able to share truth with you all in a practical way, right? You know, that's
1: Substantial. Just,
0: that's just our nature,
1: not but, just influential.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, poet. Try
0: please. Let's jump on into today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Today we'll be talking about emotional, emotional
1: manipulation.
0: Manipulation. Um, and it's weird <clears throat> because I started working on this, and. Uh, I want to say, I almost call her old. It was an older person um messaged me on Instagram saying they had issues, I guess, with the younger people in their church. And she felt as though the younger women were basically getting played or, you know, by a specific guy. And I was just looking at it like, well, this is perfect timing. This is something that needs to be addressed. So hopefully we can tackle some of the, the things that you can look out for, some things you can pay attention to so you can know if you're doing this to someone or you're. Speaking to someone that's trying Doing to do that, that to you. you. Right. But I don't know if you want to start us off. You want me to start us off?
1: You gonna start us off.
0: Hmm. She back and she ain't even going to talk <laughs>
1: That's not true. And for those who say they can't hear me, you going to hear me tonight.
0: Just You better, you better save your <laughs> voice before you start coughing again. So I would say the number one thing to look out for when, it's, when you're dealing with someone that may be emotionally manipulating you is that you're always the problem. And I say that because there are a lot of people that refuse to believe that they're wrong. You know, they'll never admit their wrongs. They'll never look themselves in the mirror. You know, it's always you. You're the issue. You're the problem. You're the reason why I did this. You're the reason why I said that. It's never a matter of, oh, man, I said the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing. It's Mm -hmm. a matter of you're the reason why, which may mean they don't feel sorry for doing it. They're just sorry you're upset. Right. That makes sense.
1: Do you think that sometimes if someone is if you're always the problem, do you feel like maybe it's just that the person is prideful or maybe they just don't know how to say that they're wrong? Not necessarily. I think that it's a it's little m- of
0: both. And sorry not not to cut you off. I just think it's a little of both because mm-hmm. I have that same issue at times. Whereas I I know it's pride, you know, stopping me from, you know, being humble and taking the low road. Mm-hmm. But also do know I have a hard time saying I'm sorry. You know, so And I also feel like it's difficult to say, I'm sorry, when I really don't think I was wrong. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's, I don't think it really relates the same way because there are times when you're trying to make me, I guess, see it, your point of view. And I'm looking at it like, oh my soft, this is what is happening. And I'm trying to show you my point of view, you know, so it leads to us arguing as well. But I believe that it's really manipulating someone to the point, whereas, it doesn't matter if they could see they're, they're wrong or, or not. You know, the pride is getting the best of them. Whereas, right. no, it doesn't matter how you explain it. No, you're wrong. Like, I wouldn't have done that, but but it's your fault. You know what I mean? No matter mm-hmm. how you try to word it, it's your fault. So they manage to still make it be about you rather yeah. than, you know, they always show themselves. that they're not perfect. Right.
1: And they don't make mistakes. Yeah. They make mistakes.
0: Those are people Um, I believe they call narcissists because they're, you know... Overly in love with themselves, you know they can do no wrong, they'll get arrested, and it's the cop's fault, you know what I mean? It's just always someone else, it's never them, you know, and Jesus talked about people that would you know you know they're so quick to point out the flaws in others, you know, so someone else has a little issue in their life, just a little speck, and they'll point that out in their brother's eye, and it's like, oh well you you have this issue, or you struggle with that sin or whatever." And Jesus is like, yeah, you're pointing out their flaws while you have a whole log in your eye. And I feel like people that are emotionally manipulating others are always quick to show someone what they're doing what wrong. They're doing. Mm-hmm. Because it's true what you did wrong. So they can easily make it be about you while ignoring everything about themselves, if that right. makes sense.
1: And do you think they purposely do it? If it's done like they're purposely, um, you know, making it seem like you're always like the one in the wrong.
0: I mean, I don't know if I would say, what were you going to say? No, I
1: was just going to say, because I feel as though sometimes people don't realize that's what they're doing. Exactly. Like, they literally think, you know, that they are right. They don't mean to emotionally manipulate, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's the reason why I view it that way. And and I'm not saying that these people are um, delusional, but for lack of better terms, that's really what they are, Mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't matter what's going on they've never been wrong. Like, I've dealt with people like that, and it's like you don't want to hold a conversation with them because no matter what, you're going to find a way to make me feel like I was in the wrong, right. no matter how you acted. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's always going to be about me. So it makes you just look at it like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother.
1: It's like arguing with a fool. Like, it's it's not going to get anywhere. But I think yeah. once, you, once you're saved and once you... Um develop your own relationship with God, and once you allow God to change your heart, even if this is something you do and you don't realize it, maybe you're doing it to someone else, that will be revealed to you. God will reveal it to you some somehow some way, um so that you can um you know alter that or change that if you realize you're doing this to someone,
0: yeah, and I believe that that's clear it's clear when someone is not spending time with God by how they treat others, and I say that because. In Isaiah chapter 6, you know, he had an experience, whereas, you know, he mentions in the year that king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, you know, sitting on the throne, his glory filled the temple. And he mentions all that, but he mentions that when he's exposed to the glory of God, he said, woe is me. So he, being a prophet, being a man of God, being a man who's probably living more holy life than everyone else is still saying, woe is me. He realized he was an issue compared to God. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times when you're spending time with God, you realize how insignificant you really are or how imperfect you really are. So you really don't have time to judge other people. So when people are always thinking they're high and mighty and everyone else is the issue, then that shows they're not really spending time with God, if that makes sense.
1: Come on, word.
0: No, but it it really shows. It, I really I believe that's proof, you know, because the Bible talks about loving your neighbor, loving God, loving your neighbor is pretty much the entire Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the the goal of everything. So if you're not treating people the way that God wants you to treat them, then that shows you're not spending time with God because you so can't you can't spend time with God and just treat His people like that and treat His people like garbage. That's that's it's past hypocritical. It just it's oxymoron. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, okay, so for, so just, well, she, <laughs> she making eye contact with me like she don't know what to say. Uh, but another thing we want to talk about is people that apologize and don't change.
1: Right.
0: And I believe that's a lot of, I believe that that can happen in a lot of situations. I can only speak from what I've seen, what I've done, you know, and what I've been exposed to. But if someone is apologizing and they're not changing, then they're not sorry for what they're doing. Like, let's let's look at it from a spiritual perspective. People... I don't know what kind of churches you may go to that's listening, but when the Bible talks about repentance, it's talking about turning away from sin. And yeah. you're not going to heaven if you don't repent. You know, but before you can do anything, you have to believe and then the next step is repentance. And a lot of people are saying, you know, they're Christians, but they've never turned away from their sin. They never turned away from their lifestyle. They never turned away from, you know, things of the world. You know, so when they go to an altar and just cry, God, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. then that's not impressing God and making God Oh, jump up and down. No, Bible mentions that angels rejoice when a sinner repents because that's when they turned away from sin to turn towards God. You know, so we have to th- think about that now in regards to our relationships. If someone hurts you, and then you let them know, hey, that hurt me. I didn't like the way you did that or said that, and then they don't change, then that show. Uh, oh, and they apologize, yes, but they don't change. Then it just shows either they one don't respect you or two. They're not sorry for what they did. Right. Or three, they don't see that there is a problem with what they did. Or basically, they really just don't respect you because you can't tell someone, I'm sorry, and then not change. Because that shows that you aren't genuinely sorry because your actions are going to follow where your heart is. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
1: That makes sense. Um, and if if this if whoever you know, you're talking to, if they're going to church to get with you, that's manipulation. Yeah. They are not they're not being genuine. They're not being their true self or getting to know God on their own for their own salvation. Like they're not they're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And that is that's shallow. Um that's shallow love because that's not that's not the intent. That's not what God wants. Yeah. If someone is going to go to church, they need to do it for themselves, for their personal relationship with God. And eventually if if they're going to church for you, eventually they can't keep that facade up for a long time right the, you're going to see their true colors whoever they are outside, outside of trying to please you because they're going to church is going to come out um i remember when i was um not so saved i wow. <laughs> okay okay just
0: casually through your day. no there.
1: i i've always been in church but i remember um <clears throat> when i was uh coming out of high school i'd never had a boyfriend before and i just said hey you know what why not and i started um dating someone who was unsaved and I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Um, but one thing I did notice is that, um, you know, he, he tried like, you know, he would, you know, come to church with me. He would, you know, read his Bible. He would. And, and I, at first I thought, I literally thought maybe it was genuine. Maybe it was for, um, You know his own salvation, but then, when I wasn't around, or I remember one time um he accidentally um dialed me on the phone um and so he didn 't know I was listening in, but he was talking to one of his friends, and he never cursed around me he knew i I hated curse where he'd make sure his friends never cursed around me, but when he accidentally dialed me, I could hear in the background he was just flipping off like curse words Mm. everywhere um (laughs) and then it it occurred to me this is why you don't what's what how do you call it you don't um flirt to convert is that is, is that is that the term you use um because i realized he wasn't having a genuine relationship with god for himself he was doing it for me it was a facade i didn't know who he really was outside of um you know this this thing this image he put on to to make me know that you know he was he was trying to be a godly person and if they're and so if they're doing that if they're changing the way they they um you know you know having a relationship with god because you know they want a relationship with you that's not genuine and it's manipulation that goes into my next point
0: no 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 don't get into your next point um so perfect scenario she mentioned her 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 (laughs) her side of that um so I was in a I was dating a girl, not saved but you know she's related to people that are saved so she would come to church and she knows she knows I'm serious about God, you know. So she was I want to say she was genuine. I'm not I'm not going to judge her. I want to say she was genuine. She wasn't, but I want to say it. Um, <laughs> But she knows that my church believes in baptism. I'm not here to judge any of your churches, but if you want to read the Bible, Jesus said in John 3, 5, that you need to be born of water and spirit. And in Mark 16, it says he that believeth and is baptized. So if you're only believing and not baptized, hey, go search the scriptures and have a conversation with that pastor. Back to my story. So um, we went, you know, we were talking and she knew I was serious about God. So she wanted to, I guess she wanted to be with me. And she knew that was kind of like the deal breaker. So she's like, she's going to get baptized. And I'm looking like, wow, you know, she's taking steps. Like, that's amazing. You know, so I'm looking like, oh, perfect. This relationship is going to go well. Then eventually it didn't go well. And then we ended up breaking up. And as soon as we broke up, she never went to church again. And I don't mean didn't, didn't go to our church, you know just what I mean? she's not go
1: to church, period. Because
0: I, I know a lot of people, you don't want to go to church with your ex, you know what I mean? But she didn't even find another church. She just, like, God out the window type of thing, right. you know what I mean? And I'm not to, not to say it ended on a bad note that she had God in the wrong light. No, it just showed that she was never in it for the a right spiritual one. you know what I mean? She thought mm. getting baptized would impress me, you know, or make me happy. When in reality, that's not... It's not about me, you know, I'm just happy that people are getting saved. I'm not, you getting baptized is not going to make me want to be be your husband, you know what I mean? But unfortunately, a lot of people get in these relationships with people that are manipulating them, you know, because because they're looking at it like, oh, well, all it takes for me to, to get this guy, to get this girl, is for me to start going to church, It's for me to start reading my Bible, you know, it's for me to start using churchy lines or whatever the case may be. You know, and then they think they're impressing you. And a lot of us, we are very gullible and we can be so naive and we can think, oh, God is working on their heart and God very well, may be, But we need to take a step back. Let God work on their heart before you try to date them. Let God okay. work on their heart before you marry them, because I've seen saved people backslide from church um, and turn away from God because they start dating someone in the world. I've seen people go from preaching go from singing on the pulpit and go from teaching Bible studies or whatever, being so effective spiritually to dating someone who doesn't have the same convictions as them, but because they were, quote unquote, taking steps towards God, you know what I mean? They started dating them. And it's so easy to get pulled down than it is to pull someone up. You know, so you need to be with someone that's on the same spiritual mindset, you know, on the same spiritual playing field as you. And I won't say that we're always, I won't say... Safa so and I always do things the same or I'm more spiritual or she's more spiritual than, than us. But it's the fact that something should be a solid foundation and your relationship with God should be that. And you shouldn't compromise that just because he's cute and he goes to church or she's fine and she attends church. No. How's their walk with God really like outside of just attending service or outside of just getting baptized? You know, you need to pay attention to their fruit. You know, Right. And
1: sadly, some people don't see the. Um, facade before they get married to these people and then um,
0: you're married to someone who doesn't want to go to church when you want to go to church and you're exactly. you're bringing the kids all by yourself to go worship while he or she is home chilling or partying
1: and then you find yourself praying uh praying yourself through praying your family you know always asking for prayer to for god to save your spouse and this could have all been avoided if you know you, yeah, it You know, you just saw the signs and allowed God to change your heart and not try to do it yourself.
0: And it's not a knock on those people that are in those relationships because there's some people that genuinely were serving God and mm-hmm. then they just turned aside, you know, and you can't determine if your spouse is going to live for God or not. But at the same time, if they're not living for God before you're married, don't assume they're going to be living for God after you're married. Right. So, yes, they may be emotionally manipulating mm-hmm. you, but at the same time, you have to use wisdom. Use discernment and not just be so determined to have someone that you settle for whatever is available.
1: Amen to that. Um, And speaking of that, I think another thing is if if the person says, you know, if you love me, you would have, or if they always... Uh, use terminology like that. Mm-hmm. If you love me, you would, you know, dress this way or, or, um, you know, speak this way or, or do um, this, do this activity. I, that's, that's, that's a bold faced manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially if you, this person knew you before their relationship with you. Especially if they knew you before the, your dating relationship, mm-hmm. and you used to, you know, you used to wear certain things, and and then when you, you know, get into a relationship with them, all of a sudden, if you love me, you would wear your, yeah. you know, your your skirt a little bit shorter or whatever. It changes who you are as a person. Like you wouldn't have dressed that way if that person didn't say that. Now they make you feel like, you know, if if I don't wear this, if I don't talk this way. Maybe you, may, maybe you don't love them, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. That's manipulation because then you start finding yourself doing things, dressing a certain way, um, you know, speaking a certain way for this person to please this person because if you love them, you would. And before you know it, you don't even know who you are anymore. Right. God forbid you break up. You, lost you, you've lost yourself. Now you have to go through this whole process of finding who you are again because you've changed your entire being for this individual. Yeah. That's manipulation.
0: Yeah, and you know, you guys may not have experienced it, but trust me, that happens very common. If you love me, you'll oh, we're gonna get married anyways. Or if you love oh, I don't see what's the big deal. If you love me you would do this. If you love me, you'll do that. And if you have to prove your love by compromising your walk with God, then trust me, it's God not did not send it. them. It's not worth it. You know, you never have to compromise your biblical convictions for who God is sending. You never have to Lower your your Bible standards in order to please someone that God is sending. Because if you have to compromise who you are spiritually, then they are a distraction. They're not from God. You know, so please don't, if you find yourself in a situation or you see your friends in these situations, please show them who they are. Because a lot of times we get in these things and we lose ourselves trying to keep up with people. And this happens with friends as well, you know, because I remember, I won't even just say deployment, but you know, you have those friends that are like, Hey, bro, man, it don't take it doesn't take all that to live for God, bro. You can you can read your Bible, cool, but yeah, we about to hit the club. Like you could go, you know, and and they try to subtly—that's how the devil works. He's very subtle. He's gonna try to
1: manipulate. Yeah, you. he's
0: gonna get you to okay. You can live for God, bro, mm-hmm. but you ain't got to do all that. You know what I mean? And they try to get you to the the more you can get comfortable, you know, because I've seen people. You can you can tell a lot of times when someone is backsliding way before they leave the church. The outfit is different. The friends is the friends are different. You know the the way they were excited about church, they aren't excited anymore. You know they're excited about everything else except God. You know what I mean? You can see the 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 slow progression, and a lot of times it's because they're around people that are manipulating them. Mm-hmm. They're around people that aren't spiritually helping them. They're around people because they want to fit in, and I understand that. No no one wants to stick out. No one wants to be that person that's the weirdo, and no one wants to be the person. That everyone makes fun of. No one wants to be that person that you look quote unquote lame. You know what I mean? I know a lot of times I've done foolishness in order to fit in. And then, you know, but I have a friend that I knew since maybe kindergarten and we're still good to this day. And I had a whole bunch of people in my life that would try to get me to compromise who I am, you know, in order to be friends with them. And this guy's known me since I was a kindergarten. If I want to be stupid, he'll probably be stupid with me. But he's not inviting me to no foolishness and Mm -hmm. we'll still be cool later. Like he knows that's he didn't choose to live for God, but he knows my friend um, lives for God and I'm not about to disrespect his walk with God. You know what I mean? And there are some people in your life that you probably it's just going to take a while for you to be able to witness to. But if they're in your life and they're causing you to stumble, you have to get them out of your life. But there are some people that are in your life that aren't living for God, but they are not disrespecting your walk with God. And those right. are the people you need to pay attention to because those are the people God is bringing around you so you can influence them. But And please don't think that's in regards to dating. If God put a, a person of the opposite sex in your life, the best thing is probably to get someone of the same sex to help mentor them, you know, or get someone, you know, to be that accountable per- accountability person or be that, that person to help disciple them but you trying to flirt to convert, you know, and
1: it gets messy.
0: Date someone into the kingdom, it's going to get messy. <coughs> and you don't want to be that person that loses yourself all for finding a ring.
1: Right. And I, and not to say that, you know, that's something that won't work cuz I've seen people, you know, I guess quote unquote flirt
0: to Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and
1: Convert oh, yeah. you know, Plenty people who weren't saved come to church and they, they love they love each other and the the other person gets saved and they get married and they've been they live happily ever after. Yeah, <laughs> like, one
0: of the most spiritual couples that I know, like been married probably close to thirty years now. Um, the wife mentioned that, you know, she was in church, he saw her She's like, I'm not dating some unsafe guy. So she told him, you gotta get safe. He came to church and he got saved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he, when a guy knows what he wants, he's gotta go after. it. You know what I mean? So he 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 only came to Jesus because he wanted a woman, but God ended up turning that guy to a preacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just the fact that ladies, I know a lot of you are, you know, make feel desperate at times. And guys, I know a lot of you may feel like, man, there's no girls in the church, and you're wondering, oh, if I just compromise, you know, I could get him in church. Listen. If God touches them first, then you can pursue a relationship. But don't think starting the relationship and then asking God to bless it is going to bring his His blessing. It's not going to bring his blessing. That could bring a curse from the devil. Once the devil can get you to compromise a little bit, sin is never satisfied. And it's going to keep snowballing from there. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you dive into the next one. I'm talking too much. I don't want to scare the people away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So... Another thing is when you have a disagreement, they make you feel less than by using phrases like "No one will ever love you the way I do." I've seen that. I've seen that so many, and not that it's happened to me because I'd have been like, <laughs> <laughs> "Let's not even go there." If
0: but she hit the, the 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 black girl face. Y'all already <laughs> like, know, like, who? Who are you talking to? Like, come on now. But, but let's be real. Go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I I think that um this this more so happens for people who are like deeply in love they really think or you know they really find themselves uh in in a position where this is a person that maybe they they f- they see that you know a, a real future within maybe because if it's somebody you just started talking to and they tell you this oh, yeah, i would have garbage. been like all right yeah, <laughs> like you're doing too much but mm. um and i think that's where the issue lies you don't want to lose them uh and you really start believing that um you know that they're the only person that can love you the way that they do and listen,
0: who cares what they think? At the end of the day, you don't need to you don't need to listen to anyone's toxic seas of doubt. You don't need to listen to anyone's disrespectful words or putting you down or making you feel like you're less than anything At or all. anyone's condescending tone or, or disrespectful nature because we don't have worth because we're married. Your worth is not in your relationship. Your worth is not in your relationship with a man or a woman. Your worth is in your relationship with God. Amen. And you know, so if you feel as though, you need that person to be validated. It doesn't matter how great of a spouse you get. You will never know who you really are until you have a relationship with God, until you're secure in your walk with God. Mm-hmm. So if anyone tells you, oh, no one is going to love you the way I do, or, listen, Jesus died for you. Right. And if they feel that way, they need to go die. They mm-hmm. need to go prove it then. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? like, who And are God you?
1: will send you someone who loves you even better. Yeah.
0: God is able to exceed our expectations. Please understand, you know, someone probably won't love you the same as them. But that is an amazing thing that God is not going to send a second person into your life to try to manipulate you, you know. God is going to send someone better who's not going to try to, you know, ch- ch- change you or allow you to do anything foolish, you know, or, or cause you to compromise who you are with God in order to be with them, you know. Right. So please don't think, you know, that's normal behavior. Because a lot of times I feel like people stay in these relationships because they think it's normal. When all you're used to is dysfunctional relationships, you're willing to put up with a whole bunch of toxic, you know, comments and disrespectful comments, because if you saw your parents go through it, then that's normal. Or if you saw your siblings and your friends go through it, then that's normal. But that's not biblical. And just because something is normal in society's terms, does not mean that's God's will for your right. life. You know, so don't put up with people that, that feel the need, you know, to put you down and they can't disagree as an adult. You know, mm-hmm. they make you feel like you're not important unless you view it the way they view it or unless you're pleasing them that's that's not god's plan
1: right and another thing is people threatening to kill if if, if the your significant other is threatening to kill themselves or expose things about you um because you guys have a disagreement or because they they don't um, or because you know you got to an argument, or because they're upset about something, that's manipulation. Yeah. No matter what you what you guys, uh, what argument you guys get in, what disagreement, that person should love you enough to keep whatever between the two of you. They don't need to expose anything about you. You, and, and that goes for friendships, too. If if somebody's in your life and they're trying to just expose you and, and, and you know, out of just malicious intent, just put your business out there, they don't need to be in your life. Yeah. Family, friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, they don't need to be in your life. That's manipulation.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't recommend this um, for any of you to try something crazy like this. But <laughs> my brother, my brother, I, I want to say he tried to get his way with my I think it was my mom, or maybe it was my grandpa, because my grandpa was the one who responded. My brother was just like, man, you know, he just going through it. You know, he just felt like killing himself. My granddad said, here's my gun. He pulled out his gun, handed it to him. He said, go ahead. And he was just like, no, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and obviously, I'm not recommending that. Because you know? some people some you people never are know, on some edge. people will. But my thing is, there are some people that do know that when I make certain comments, I can get from you what I want. Because they know how to play with your emotions. That's why I'm not saying you do something drastic to prove or to, to go after their bluff, but I'm letting you know that there are some people that they aren't having any issues. They're trying to manipulate you into doing whatever they want from you. They wanna get your money, they wanna get your time, they wanna get your attention. If you don't do something, you don't text back fast enough; they think you're cheating. If you don't call them when they want you to call them, that means you want to break up with them. It's always an issue, and it's like don't allow someone to manipulate you into doing what they want you to do because that's that's not even what God does. God does it. God gives you free will. Why date someone that doesn't give you free will? You know what I mean? It's like you're dating someone who wants to put you as their emotional slave. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's a complete joke. You know. And I believe that some people do have, you know, like these suicidal thoughts and thoughts of harming themselves. But please don't think that you dating someone that is suicidal is going to stop them from being suicidal. You know, so people that are in these situations, they need to have help. They need to have therapy. For
1: some professional help.
0: Exactly, counseling. Or... You
1: can't help them unless you are a therapist, and even then, you're in a dating relationship, exactly. so it'll just complicate things. Exactly, you need to find them the help that they <clears throat> that they they need. Um, <clears throat> But yeah.
0: Yeah, so because if someone is in a relationship and if the relationship isn't going well they're and they're considering suicide or considering harming themselves or they're feeling they're feeling I don't know, just dejected in general, then that shows that person isn't meant for isn't ready for a relationship and I say that because they're putting the person they're dating in the place of God, their everything, their peace, their joy, their happiness, because no one can be that for you. Period. Yeah. Safa is an amazing wife, but she's not God. And She can't be. And it's not fair of me to have her be what only God can be. The Bible mentions that in God's presence is fullness of joy. In Safa's presence, I might be stressed someday. So you know what <laughs> I mean? And, you know, she's great, but, and, but that's that's a that's a real thing. A lot of people, they want to make it seem like you you have to be their everything and your spouse is not meant to be your everything. Nope. The person you're dating is not meant to be your everything. You know, so don't think you have to do stuff like that in order to please anyone. And I know we, we've we talked about a subject that I want to say is kind of heavy because a lot of people refuse to believe that they're in these scenarios. But please understand, this happens in church. Like, I'm not saying this is my homies from the hood or little Susie from the suburbs. No, this is literally sometimes in church where people will try to emotionally manipulate you from their leadership position or someone will try to use their title in order to abuse or mistreat people. You know, there are a lot of people in leadership Well, I thank God for leadership that I have, you know, but there are some churches whereas the leadership can't even be trusted because, you know, they have ulterior motives in regarding certain things. You know, so you have to be careful when it comes to this stuff because this stuff can happen in church. This stuff can happen among people in ministry. Mm -hmm. This stuff can happen regarding parents as well or people telling you you're not allowed to date so-and-so and and then you would ask why. There's no real
1: reason.
0: There's no reason. You know what I mean? So no one, at least if anyone had an issue with me marrying self, I wouldn't have cared. Just don't come to the wedding. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> because
0: if I sought if I sought God for myself before I even brought her up to people, okay, that means I'm just I'm just allowing my leadership to approve. My parents are perfectly fine and spiritual people. Right. When my pastor is fine at that point. Spiritual we didn't care. person. I don't need anyone's approval if my parents and my pastor is like I'm proud of you. Go ahead, do the right thing. You know what I mean? But there are some people whereas they want to date someone. And their leadership is like, oh no, well, I don't think that's a good idea. And I, I believe in being submitted to your leadership. You can't be in God's will without being submitted to spiritual leadership. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if no one is good enough for you, or you should never be married, or you can be married when I say you can be married, or you have to be married to a specific person, all of those things are emotional manipulation.
1: Right.
0: You know, so we have to pay attention to these things, you know. I'm not sure I'm not sure the exact ways that, we, have, that we, we can use to resolve it. But I do know when you're dating someone that's in those scenarios, you have to be willing to step back. You have to be willing to let this person get the help that they need because you don't want to date someone. Get married thinking marriage is going to change them. Marriage is finally going to please them only to be stuck and miserable. I'd rather you be single for a long time than married and in prison but that's just me. <laughs> that's just you. That's everybody. Yeah, I, I can't speak for the people, you know. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't know what how do you view this stuff in regards to leadership? How do you how do you view dealing with that? I mean, you never experienced that. I've
1: never I've never experienced it, but I've heard it happening. Um and sadly, it's I feel like that's the worst kind of manipulation simply because you trust. I mean, you, you, you. Especially, I don't know. I feel like some people in ch- some people will go to church, they see that happening, and then they lose all trust in God. They yeah. lose. It it causes their relationship to completely dwindle. They're like, well, you know, if these people who you know are so in, you know, have a, such a great relationship with God, or they're supposed to, and they're supposed to be our leaders, if I can't even trust them who can i trust right at that point point? and sometimes people leave church and i feel like on the leadership's part and i feel like i'm just going off like on you know on a different road than this you know manipulation but in leadership part it's 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 wrong and it's sad that there are there are people out there pastors preachers that are manipulating um you know young women young men whatever um and it's 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 just really sad. I really I've never experienced it myself, but I've seen it happen, and I feel like it's just the worst type of manipulation because then people start to lose trust in the church, yeah. um, and then you start hearing things. You know, well, that's why I don't go to church no more mm-hmm. because they make you know shows about it now, and
0: <laughs> yeah, let's end it on a good note. We're yeah. not we're not gonna <laughs> get on that. So, Safa, I would I would ask if there's a young lady listening that you believe that she believes she's possibly in a emotionally manipulating relationship what's your advice to her
1: run sis <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even know how else to say it i feel honestly i'm a i'm a firm believer if you see a red flag you don't ignore it I I, I, I you like don't they, ignore. I feel
0: like they see these signs,
1: and they and they and they wait yeah, on, they wait
0: until the color changes. Like yeah, it's still red. <laughs> it's not, it's gonna because be red because
1: everyone wants to get married, and who wants to waste their time? Even if even if after you know some time after being in a relationship for a couple months, you now see that red flag. You're like, man, if I let this end, if I that means I just wasted five months of my life, and who wants to go down that road? Who wants to start all over again and get to know somebody? Who wants to do that? So yes, people stay. People stay because they don't want to endure that hurt again. They don't want to, so they try and make it work. So, unfortunately,
0: so these sisters, are you telling them they need to make it work? No,
1: absolutely okay, not. I just like want to said, make sure
0: no one left here with that. No, one guy because you I kept said, saying that. Run,
1: man. sis. That 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 was my initial phrase, and I stick to it, um, because I mean I I think that it it'll, it'll only get worse. Yeah. If someone is manipulating you and they realize you're staying, even though they're manipulating you, they're gonna they get away with a whole bunch of. It's just gonna get worse. And you don't want to find yourself down that road when you're married. And then you can't. There's nothing you can do. You don't want to end up divorced. So I say if that is a red flag, that's a big red flag. And I I think that, you know, you should just let that relationship rest, you know, and pray about um, the situation and, and leave it to God.
0: I agree. And if there's any guys in that situation, please leave. I won't say run. Just please leave, because you might get hit by a hill trying to run. But nah, No, really. The
1: Bible does say. I mean, and that's evil. I feel like that's evil. So the Bible says, flee the very appearance of evil. And to me, that look evil. So, <laughs> so that's no. Nah, but that,
0: that's that's real talk though, because I feel like a lot of people, especially women, they love to they love to make it seem like they're in this own little <laughs> fairy tale world, and they they refuse to believe that women are manipulating guys as well. And I believe a lot of women are manipulating guys outside of the church, allowing guys to compromise their integrity. Because there are times when I was called boring or corny for being a Christian guy. You know, and and there are a lot of girls talking about they want a godly man until that man wants to live for God. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of guys that compromise their their purity, compromise their integrity, compromise who they are spiritually in order to get a woman that God didn't even send his way. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're in that situation, bro, and sis is doing all this extra stuff, you let her know, hey, I'm trying to honor God now. I know we were having sex in the past, but this is wrong, and I want to be able to honor God. And she starts crying, but I don't get why we have to. And and I ain't making up this scenario. I've literally had this messages uh, messages like this in the past. But it's just you'll try to let them know like we shouldn't be doing that. You know, I want to honor God, and then they'll try to cry or they'll. But I don't get it. We did it in the past. God will forgive. You know, and comments like that that shows you you need to go. Don't make excuses for these type of situations.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think another thing, this is um, a little sidebar. Like I think another uh, manipulation, a little another sign of manipulation is if um, the person is saying, uh, and this is in regards to like, I showing you know naked pictures or videos mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. They're saying, "Oh, you don't really got it like that." Let me see if, it, you know, like if, mm-hmm. if that's, that's how you really got it. Prove it. Yeah. Like, you know, send me something. That's, mm. that's manipulation. They're trying to get you to, um.
0: Yeah. Use that reverse psychology. Yeah. So you, now other, you feel
1: like you have to prove yourself. Yeah.
0: You don't have to prove nothing. Nope. If he want a thick girl and he's calling you skinny, that's fine. Let me be skinny. Let me be exactly. skinny and you single. You don't have
1: to send him nothing. Let him think or, that. Or
0: if she say you ain't got no six pack, Listen. I got a fat belly sis. I ain't got nothing. He is not got, the
1: one for you. You don't have to send
0: anything in order to prove who you are or or your looks. All this stuff is just the devil's way of getting you to compromise. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be subtle. It's always it's listen. I don't know if you guys are are looking at it from the the way we're looking at it. It's not going to be the the ugly guy that you never like. It's not going to be the ugly girl that you never like. It's always going to be the attractive person that you want so badly. <laughs> that's going to try to manipulate you. You know, it's not going to be something that was not sending stuff that doesn't attract us. The devil's not sending stuff, you know, that do, doesn't entice us. James says every man is drawn away by his own lust. So the devil's sending things that is very appealing to our flesh, very appealing to our eyes. So you have to know just because someone is, you know, tall, dark and handsome or just because she has it going on, that doesn't mean God sent them. Right. You know, so please keep your eyes open. But, yeah, that was a real good point that you brought up because I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say the reason why I thought about it is because that's a situation I dealt with. Yeah. And I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I know who I am. And if you know who you are in Christ, yeah. y- you know, you shouldn't feel like, you know, you have to prove yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm you know who you are. God knows who you are. So that's that. That's all that matters. And so I thought it was, you know, important to bring that up as well. It just clicked like for a second. It just came right into my head.
0: Ooh, holy ghost. Hey, <laughs> dropped in our spirit.
1: Well, we hope this helps someone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hope to help someone. This was an episode we came in. It's like, this is what you should do. We believe you should. know. this is a, a episode that we believe was just here to bring awareness mm-hmm. to issues that are going on in church that you may be ignorant of and not necessarily so you can know someone else is having a struggle and so you can know when a situation may come to you and you may know that this isn't God's plan. I need to step back. Mm-hmm. You know, so please, if you're in that situation now, you need to be able to have a conversation with them. Let them know I will not be tolerating such and such behavior. And if they change, then God is good. I pray you guys have a successful marriage. Yeah. But if that person continues to manipulate you, or you don't see any growth, or you don't see that person living for God, it was nice knowing you. Right. As my pastor would say, you know, good to see you. Here's a bottle of water. water. (laughs) 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 I'm having a good day. Goodbye. You know, so please, please, if you're in these scenarios, no one is going to look down on you just because you dated for five years and we assumed you were going to get married and then you broke up. It is better to break up now than be in a marriage and break up. So if you're in a manipulative situation, a uh, manipulating situation, please, if it can't get fixed, then just listen to what God is telling you to do. And as always, if you're on Apple, please leave a five-star review. <laughs> this is heavy, so we probably won't even get one after this episode, but you listen to the end, so we appreciate you all.
1: Thanks, so- guys. We really do appreciate your support and your love. We love you, um, and we hope you guys have a wonderful week weekend.
0: Week and weekend?
1: Week and weekend because it's Thursday. Okay, you kind of
0: confused me for a second. (laughs)
1: Love y'all. Love y'all.
0: Peace.